Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. The United States is home to over 90 million dogs, canine companions that can bring not only friendship, but also security. And Eugene, Oregon continues to become more puppy-friendly, with new dog parks and walking paths popping up all the time. Any dog lover knows that the joy of pet ownership is accompanied with many headaches. One big one is a hairy bathtub. Our guest today on the Spent the Rent podcast has created an independent niche business that serves a purpose and gives your pooch a spa day at the same time. Coming up next from Sudsum Yourself Dog Wash, Dan Cole. Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Self Esteem Bo Willie. My guest today is Dan Cole from Sudsing Yourself Dog Grooming. Dan, I want to thank you for coming. Uh, you're welcome. So we've known each other for quite a few years. I uh, used to work at Don's Barbershop on West 11th, and you used to come in, and I always thought you were an assassin. That's what I heard. I know. It's so funny because I talked to your son. He's been coming into my new shop on campus, and he said, he's like, my dad, really? And we used to joke because you're always so calm demeanor but we're like that guy man i'm sure he could hurt somebody he told me a funny story about how you're so laid back and so mellow and then one time you guys had a road rage incident <laughs> yep that he, that the guy some younger kid was like kind of wanting to tango or whatever and you were like if you want to do this we could do this and, it, and they were like yay dad yeah yeah i uh pulled out in front of him it was initially my fault and then he followed me into a parking lot, and I tried to let him off the hook a bunch of times. His girlfriend was with him. I didn't want to embarrass him. So finally, really what I said to him was, uh, you know, if you want me to kick your ass in front of your girlfriend, I'll do it. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a nice guy. So It was funny. So yeah. So so what we brought you on, you know, you're the owner-operator of Sudsum Yourself Dog Grooming, you and your wife, and your son also works there, so it's kind of a family affair. Yeah. And then you have – I've been in there a few times uh, – you know, doing different things. You've worked on my clippers because as, as people know, I'm a barber and, uh, you know, great staff, friendly. It's real open and, and just calming when you go in there, which is cool. Yeah. How did that come about? So the so you guys created this niche business uh, where people can bring their dogs and they themselves wash them. So mm -hmm. can you explain kind of what Suds and Yourself does? Well, exactly what you said. We provide a service where people can come in and wash their dog. We provide everything that you need to do it. Um, and the, the whole idea behind it was to make it easier for people. Uh, their house wouldn't get dirty. Uh, they could accommodate multiple dogs, and they would have a place to do it that was actually just designed for, for doing that very thing. Right. I mean, I know we have a German Shepherd, and this is she's a puppy, so, what, nine months? And so she's been shedding, like, 
uh, it's insane. I mean, we got mm-hmm. the the Furminator, mm-hmm. and I mean, you can spend the rest of your life <laughs> brushing hair off of her. And does that stop? Like, is that a winter coat? Um, the thing with the Furminators is some dog. Well, some dogs always shed. It's just right. it's going to happen. So with the Furminators, uh, you want to be careful a little bit. Cause you can overdo it. So I always tell people it, it isn't going to stop on some level. Right. So you, you just kind of do what you can do and keep up with it. But as far as a winter coat, like, is that, um, does that, is that a true thing? Yeah. Dogs shed, um, definitely as you, in the, in the fall and put on a winter coat. Yeah. Right. And then they shed again in the spring. Right. So, um, it could be a lot of work if you have a, Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 She's, a, she's out of control. She's worth it, but sometimes I question it. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Vacuuming your house all the time, right. dealing with the couch. So when you started Sudsing Yourself, I like the idea that in the bathtubs, there's a place for their collar to be hooked mm-hmm. so they can't go far, but it's enough that they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so did you have dogs and you just kind of, and you said your wife was real passionate about it. So did you have dogs that you just were like, this is a thing that needs to be like, this is a huge mess at our house. You know, definitely, definitely. Cause we've always had like four or five. Right. Uh, so the way the story goes is, um, uh, my wife came home, she worked at a pet shop and, and they had a groom shop in the back and she would ask the owner if she could use it on the weekend and she'd take our five dogs down there and wash them. And she started bringing up this idea of kind of the Sudgem yourself concept. And I said, I've never heard of that. And I had just started my job. We weren't like rolling in money. Right. And uh, I told her I've never heard of that. It seems kind of hokey. So this went on for about a year, and uh, we were sitting there watching the uh, the news one night, and they were profiling one in New York City. Right. And she turned to me and basically said, you know, the finger point, like, see. And it could work here, you know, because exactly. people, I mean, everywhere, their dogs mm-hmm. matter more than their kids. But like, yeah. <laughs> people here, especially, I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like. You know, they that's a that's a human being almost. Yeah, it's a unique community that way. People are really into their pets. Super passionate about mm-hmm. their pets. You see, mm-hmm. like I mentioned in the intro, that the dog parks are popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. We don't take our dog to dog parks because we do have enough interaction with other dogs, which mm-hmm. I think is good. Because I, I honestly, because I haven't spent the time that I need to train, and it's I would just I don't know. It's a lot. It is those dog parks. The dog parks create a lot of business for us. Because they're muddy. I, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And I go by that every other night and throw rotten fish in there. So <laughs> people have to come. That's wise. When their That's dog wise. rolls in it. Yeah. It's like the dentist that owns the candy store. <laughs> exactly. You know, you got to do what you can. That's right. So next to your business, uh, you've owned it for over 25 years. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. And then next to it, there was a gentleman named Arden that had the clipper repair. And so his business was a lot of... All dog groomers, barbers, horse owners? Is that Would that be true? I mean... Well, are you talking about Arden or Tony, the guy that owned it? So the re- original owner, Arden's Clipper Repair, right. which is right next to okay, Sons right. and Yourself. Right. And he was kind of... He started the business and correct. you guys were next to each other. And correct. then his son, Tony, took over. Is that correct? Actually, um, it's not his son. Okay. Um, Arden was the original owner and then um, he passed away. Um, and then Tony took over at some point and he was there over 30 years, but he mostly did men's shavers. Right. And so then, barbers would bring them to him. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I, you know, I didn't know the connection that when you had bought Arden's as a barber, I needed to find somebody that would fix some clippers because right. I'm not, I, I just didn't want to, they're expensive, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to break them open and then just have to buy a new pair. Mm-hmm. So I just looked it up on 
I think the phone book still existed <laughs> or whatever and, and found that. And then when I popped in, I'm like, Dan, oh my gosh, you know, and that's cool. So you, now you've had that for a handful of years yeah, in that part of yeah. it. And it's good that you were able to buy out the neighbor business so that you've yeah. got the whole property and 11th and Charlton, right downtown Eugene. It's a good location. The signage is great. Yeah. You know, it definitely is an eye catching and, and, you know, I think everybody knows that you're there and mm-hmm. that's kind of why I wanted to have you on was because this gives a little backstory about what it is you do. And maybe some people will give some ideas that maybe some people that didn't know what you provided, they could, they could utilize your services and that's good. Yeah, hopefully. So another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, service animals are another thing and companion animals are another thing that's just growing rapidly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and which is cool. Do you cater to people that maybe don't have the ability to wash the dogs themselves. So at, at Sudsum yourself, like the name entails, mm-hmm. it is a self-service place. Yeah. But you do offer advanced services for the, you know, yeah. for a price basically. Well, yeah. Well, we, we have, uh, you know, we have a, a population of people come in that um, have a hard time doing it themselves, usually from some kind of physical disability. And we accommodate those people and basically help them through the whole process if they if they want the help. Sure. Um, a lot of them, you know, you get set up and they deal with it themselves. But, yeah, we definitely offer that. And then if people come in with some other issues, we, we give them as much help as we can. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard sometimes. It gets a little crazy in there. and Right. I, yeah. I imagine yeah. when it's popping and it's busy. Yeah. You know, and you guys do nail trimming. And yep. then there is professional groomers there. So, uh, you know, it's, is it your wife that does the grooming? No, neither of my wife or I are, are groomers right. per se. Um, we hire girl. We have four next door, four groomers. And those girls um, get a pretty good chunk of what of what they do, actually. Right. Um, they don't rent space, but they Oh, so it's for, like a leasing situation kind of. N- no. No, they don't rent space from us. Okay. Um, uh, they they get well like fifty five percent. I probably yeah. shouldn't tell that. But well, the it's big out secret. There. It's so, out. Yeah. yeah. All Most twenty groomer- people that listen to this will find it. <laughs> <laughs> Most groomers make about that much, but that's how they're compensated. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah. So it's essentially like a barber or a beautician, uh, just for dogs and yeah. and you know cats groom themselves, right? So it's kind of- um, we have a cat groomer, but for the most part, you're right. Right. Yeah. That's what the fur balls come. Exactly. From. So, uh, well, I mean, and that's, that's really something too, that I think is neat. When I was a kid, we used to take our dog to the house of dogs in Springfield Uh and he'd come back with little bows and I'm like, it's a guy, but I mean, it's 2018. This was 2001. So things have changed. Well, we give them bandanas when they leave this professional side. Get some Oregon duck stuff. Yeah. We get, we try to do it seasonal too. Right. Yeah. I've noticed there's also some competition popping up. There's a place over in Springfield. We took him there and I'm not going to name names. They were very friendly, but. It was mm-hmm. so hot in there. Oh, and I just it? I I just think that you guys, for one, you're the pioneers in the area. For two, it's just such a comfortable place right. when you go into your place. So I, I will give you guys the five star and then the three star. But well, thanks, that's cool. But uh, so the service animal thing, I think that's really an important thing to touch on. That you do offer services for people that may need a little bit of mm-hmm. assistance, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. The nail trimming, I watched you do that one time when I was waiting and you've gotten pretty good at it Thank <laughs> after you. these years where it's just zip, zip, zip. Cause that is something we trim our dog's nails and we were taking her out to Murphy's paw. Uh-huh. A good friend of mine, his wife is the owner of that. Okay. And they do an excellent job. Yes. That's out on, uh, out by Churchill. Yeah. Not to drop some competition. I'm sure no. that in the business. So, so for me as a barber, 
I don't lose sleep over the competition because there's so uh-huh. many people to go around. Yeah. You know, and I think to encourage people, plus you might need their help someday. Yeah. You know? And, and yeah. So Murphy's Pot, which is a great name, is located out uh, by Churchill in the Churchill Shopping Center. Yeah, I think it's owned. I don't know this for a fact. I think it's owned by a couple of women. Is that correct? I think, yes. Because that is correct. Emma used to work for us. Oh, cool. Yeah, the one of the groomers. She's a great, great young woman. And so. any good business owner is going to love it when his employee or her employees can yeah. spread their wings and exactly. do their own thing. And that's, exactly. that's, it's like, I don't want to say parenting because that's totally not how it works, but it's, it, it's a similar feeling in the way that you're proud when they, you just oh, don't absolutely. Want, the difference because the, between parenting and management is that you, as a manager, you don't want them to make more money than you when they move <laughs> on with <laughs> parenting. If your kids make more money, exactly. you succeeded. Exactly. So, so what are some funny stories, uh, that, you know, I'm sure that every day there's a story to tell, but off the top of your head, what's one of the funniest stories that you experienced that said to yourself? Well, looking back, sometimes they're funny at the time. <laughs> they might not be funny. I got to tell the um, the one about my wife. Um, real busy day. She's real stressed out. She's hooking up this golden retriever in the tub, and um, it literally has explosive diarrhea. Oh, my gosh. All over the tub, across the room, all over the walls. Worst ever. Um, so, you know, in hindsight, that was funny. Right. It wasn't funny to my wife ever. <laughs> not I, in the moment? Not no, now? No, I no. laughed. I laughed and she, uh, she took that sort of okay, but. The dog was know. on a McRib diet. Yeah. We yeah. laugh, we laugh about it if now. If you eat a McRib on the toilet, it's called the oil change. <laughs> so, yeah. oh man, I'm sure that was just, it didn't get on her, did it? Just the walls? No, it got on her. Oh man. Yeah. It, it got on several employees and some, uh, people across, across the, room the street. That, across. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like three blocks What away. kind of dog is a golden, a golden retriever? So it was a pretty large dog. Uh, it was, and that's by far the worst, uh, worst accident we've had. So at that point, were you, I know that with, with your wife or with any, you know, the, your wife, wives, you're not going to rub that in, that it was her idea to start this business. I'm sure you pick your battles. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. That's a good one to bring up at Thanksgiving at the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, what other kind of stuff? Well, was- uh, the, one of the ones, too, that was funny, um, you know, there again, in hindsight, I, I was in the washroom, and there's a woman in Eugene that started a um, company for uh, sexual AIDS uh, lubrication. Okay. And uh, I was in the washroom, and I, I know her. But um, I was visiting with her, and she started talking to me about divorce in the 40s and all this stuff. And I didn't know where I was being led. And I've got all these people behind me, young kids and and people that come in that I know. And everybody's having a nice, mellow time. And she says to me, asked me the, the question of, why do people get divorced so much in their 40s? And I kind of bit and said, I don't know why. Everybody in the wash can hear this conversation. And she said, well, women get too dry. Oh my god! And and they they you know the men get tired of it or whatever, so they they move on to their twenty two year old secretary. So um, it was shocking. It was funny. It was embarrassing. Right. It was everything. And it. And I it, yeah. I couldn't believe that I'm the one. You know, everybody's. I've got my back to everybody, and she's telling me this stuff, and I'm thinking I got to turn around and look at the whole room right now. Right. Because I got sucked into this conversation, even though I really wasn't part and of so it. And so really what she was doing was pitching. Had she already started the business at that point? Or was um, it something that she's like, you know what? This needs a fix. So I'm going to go ahead and start making lube. I, I think at that point she was really small. Yeah. So it, it, she was just kind of throwing the She's idea around. She's just selling around. lube like you do, like if you're making tamales, you just sell it in the parking lot at Goodwill. <laughs> 
she sells it in 55 gallon drums oh my gosh <laughs> no she uh, she actually moved on and and got into a bunch of stores and um she probably makes more than both of us combined uh that's uh, the beauty big of it because that is a big business she's big probably time. not wrong no. and that's like i mentioned in the intro you find a niche business and she you go found for it. it she found it she basically got into the organic and natural you know and uh I guess the other stuff wasn't, so people people took a big bite. And Eugene, and, that would be a, a huge hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I could just picture him on NPR talking about it. It's like make, <laughs> make sure to, make sure to moisturize the. Yeah, exactly. We're not go into that no, we won't. It's so funny to think, you know, when you're a business owner or you work in a business, and you maybe you have a coworker that doesn't know how to bite their tongue. And oh yeah, just, and you have to you have to be like, dude, pick your battles. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, just. We all like to have shocking conversations because it's funny, but then as a business owner, you don't know what the person there yeah. is thinking. And when the customer says it, you're just kind of torn because you're like, you're just as important as anybody else, but I don't want you but, to risk the next person coming back. Exactly. And we do get a lot of kids in there, a lot. Right. And I'm pretty sensitive to that stuff. Right. You know, as are we in the barbershop. Yeah. I mean, the, the parents don't bring their kid down there to hear some raunchy conversation. You know, another time... The guy was in there <laughs> referring to his dog as a bitch, which oh, which people it is the people, correct term. And, well, but time, technically, but, time, but times change. Technically, it is. Right. And then he said how his bitch is in heat, and that's why her um, vagina was swollen. Oh my god! So that that's another one where I was just literally thinking, oh my god, I got all these people in the room. So after it was over, I told him, you know, I know that's the right terminology for a dog, but right. mm. I don't think it would be like, you know, who let the dogs out? It's probably joked around about in the yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be busting out ludicrous lyrics where you're no, like, like no. move, bitch, get out right. the way. Exactly. You know, exactly. so that I, is the correct term. But yeah, that's I, I'm not that sensitive to that kind of stuff. But do it, you think that he just complete? He knew what he was doing. That I, I think he did it for. Uh, yeah, I think he did it for a rise. I think he did it like to. To get everybody's attention. You know, to- it's funny because, I mean, as a barber, I've had two memorable moments that are similar to that. So one, I was working at Dawn's and the owner at the time was cutting a guy's hair and I had never thought about this this uh, saying. So she asked, what are we going to do for you? How are we going to cut your hair? And, he's, and uh, he said, just a number two. And she said, you want a number two all over? And he goes, you are not shitting on me. <laughs> And I froze, and she was an older woman. She was in her late 50s and pretty straight-laced, you Mm -hmm. know? And she turned so red, as red as my hair. Mm -hmm. And I was trying so hard not to laugh, and I'd never thought about You were not shitting on me. We just met. Mm -hmm. Like, he actually was, like, down the road, you know, if, if, you know, sweeten me up a little bit and we can talk. (laughs) And I thought it was just so shocking. The other one wasn't so vulgar necessarily, but I'll never forget it. This older gentleman comes in and I'm like, so what are we doing for you? He's like, don't make me look like a jackass. (laughs) Just real quick. And then he says, so the other day I was making a pie. And when you're making a cherry pie, you take frozen cherries and you put those in the middle. And then you put the the dry cherries on the outside. I'm like, well, that's actually really good advice. You know, but it was just so funny, the segue. Don't make me Mm -hmm. look like a jackass. I was making a pie. (laughs) And those are my favorite customers because they're not super demanding. And you you get something that, that you can then... You know, bring to Thanksgiving dinner. That's two Thanksgiving references that we've got in January. I don't know what's on my mind. I'm hungry. Still hungry. Exactly. That's right. So that is pretty funny that, that, and I'm I'm sure, I mean, every day has got to be an obstacle with dogs. Well, you guys are kind of like bartenders, right? You're like therapists too. Absolutely. And, you know, we are on campus, so we cater to 
a younger crowd primarily. I mean, we have we have university staff, hospital staff, uh, people that have been coming for 50 years because the shop's been there for almost 100 years. So we've got a lot, but there's a lot of young kids and they're just kind of learning like, man, buying toilet paper sucks, you know, <laughs> and just different things, which is really cool and rewarding to me because I have young stepsons and I think it helps me prepare I would be going absolutely insane right now if I didn't think that these people become human beings again in a few years. You know, your son is what, 20? Yeah. Well, he'll be 20 in August. He's a really good kid. He is a good kid. And and uh, I, I say kid, he's a young man. Mm-hmm. And he's really respectful, but you know how it is with teenage boys mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. just in teenagers in general. It's I don't know if having a dog is worse, you know, <laughs> the, the cleaning up the dog hair. We were joking about yeah, that. Well, the like, dogs listen to you most of the time. Right. So that's interesting. Um, you know, we were talking about different things being said in the in the shop that make people uncomfortable. And, you know, oftentimes on the show, we'll get into political debates. And I had a customer of mine that was telling me about our, uh, the previous owner of Arden's mm-hmm. that he walked in and it was just Rush Limbaugh blaring. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't, I guess you don't want to go either way too extreme in a business setting because mm-hmm. you don't know who's going to walk in the door, especially in a diverse town like Eugene. Mm-hmm. People think that it's such a liberal town, but you get to the surrounding areas and it's completely different. Yeah. And it's funny how one experience someone walking in could define that business to that person for the rest of their life and they'll tell people. So I'd like to set the record straight. You only listen to Laura Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No. So contrary to belief, if you go to Sudsum yourself, you're not going to be bombarded by Republican politics. No. Which is good. Yeah. Which is good. No. And you know, it depends. I mean, so you can bring your Republican dog if you want to. Exactly. It'll be welcome, you know, libertarian dog. Yeah. Just no make America great. I mean, you know, no make uh yeah, that is a that is a that is a uh a thing that that sets people off these days. The, the white text on a red hat for sure. <laughs> uh you wanted to talk about who the real MVP is. Now, I brought you on the show because you and I have a history, but we were gonna mention who the real MVP of the business mm-hmm. is. So let's talk about that. Okay. So um, my wife is uh, an extremely, extremely uh, person who's into animals, an advocate for animals, um, almost more than anybody I know. This was her brainchild. Right. Um, I helped get it open for her. We did it together. Um, but I had another job at Lane County. So um, this was her baby for about 15 years. Right. And she's done a wonderful job. One of the reasons it's such a great place is because of her. Sure. She has a a true passion. When we opened this, um, we got really busy. And for a while, dog washes were sort of in vogue. You know, maybe 10 years ago, they started popping up more in other places. And, you know, I know some have closed. Some people have said to us, quite honestly, how how well we've done and they like our place. And that comes from Trisha's passion. Sure. It really does. I love my job there. I love the customers and the dogs. But, um, yeah. I'm sure. And, I mean, the competition, you'll see some dips and some Mm -hmm. different things. Mm -hmm. But... Like I said before, I when I go in there, I have not met her to the best of my oh, really? knowledge. I'll have to I'll have to make a presence and get to know her. Uh-huh. I hope she appreciates this. We've made some comments that I'm sure that you're gonna get crap for, but that's fine. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, we're used to that. Yeah, we always just you know, my girlfriend is is an incredible person, and whenever I mess up, I'm always just praying that she's gonna do something stupid so that it can balance out the playing <laughs> field. Usually, doesn't happen. Yeah, but, but we just it's their world. We just live in it. Yep. So. 
Yep. Happy wife, happy life. Exactly. And, and that's really cool to hear, to hear. And I think it's a good thing for for people to follow those passions. And it's great when you can work as a team. And it's cool. What were you doing at the county? I worked at the juvenile department. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I think you told me yeah. that about yeah. back in the day. I enjoyed the... I'll just real quickly segue here. Do I enjoyed the job. I love working with the kids, but um, politics are hard. Sure. Lane County is a really hard place to work, and our, our leadership changed. So that's kind of why I went over to Suds. I mean, certainly no, no regrets. You know, it's interesting because one of my earlier guests, December 1st, I talked to Ken Major, and mm-hmm. he worked at, he called it the Blue Star Hotel, or the Blue Bar Hotel. Okay, okay. So he was a deputy sheriff at the uh-huh. jail, and now he's Santa Claus. Oh, seriously. So you could go different routes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. The Valley yeah. River Mall Santa was a deputy sheriff. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's cool. And it's cool that you took that leap of faith to believe in her dream, mm-hmm. to to be like, I'll leave that. And because mm-hmm. to, sometimes to own, when you own a small business, it is a family affair. I mean, it takes it takes everything. It is. You know, and there's meager months and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Obama just taking your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> just damn it. One of the hard parts that I got to tell you is the sacrifice with family when you have your own business. Sure. We're open seven days a week and, you know, it's been very successful and we have no regrets, but um, our kids are growing up and basically because we're always working weekends, you know, right. it's sacrifices like that. Um that, that do happen with a small business, but uh, I we love it. And so, then your kids have all worked for you pretty um, much? Olivia's only a freshman in high school. Right. Most of the pictures down there, she um, a lot of them she painted. Right. So, um, and she'll work down there, down the road um, uh, eventually. But um, I got to tell you a great story about sure. Isaiah, okay? Yeah. I got it back. So my son, um, when he was about 11 years old, we were fishing. And uh, he'd been down to the store, and he kind of knew how chaotic. And he was at this age where he was just kind of being a shithead. And uh, my father asked him, hey, you going to work in the store someday? And uh, he turns to my father and says, you think I'm going to work in that shithole? Nice. <laughs> it wasn't that nice. Nice. Now, though, that, that kind of speech gets you elected these days. It does. Shithole, yeah. It does. Shithole, yes. He's a, I never thought of that, but you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he, maybe he can, I mean, high hopes. He was channeling Donald Trump, That's like, right. That's 12, right. 12 years ago, whatever right. it was. 11. That, how, old, he, how old was he? He was probably 11. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's, little did he know that it was the best opportunity he would have at 20 years old. Yep. And he's, it, it's uh, paying his college, well, it's paying his college Puts us on a little bit of the red uh, red bean and rice diet. But, you <laughs> right. know, that's fine. You just have but, to eat the imes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's on the shelf. Yeah, you know, corn you flakes. Do, and that's another thing, weird segue, but you do have a lot of products that you sell. Yeah, we do. So, uh, you know, different leashes. And, and that's, I mean, people, dog owners want the tips. They want the, yes. the secrets. What is what is your favorite product that you have that's cha- that's been a life changer? That's a, I'm putting you on the spot. No, that's okay. Um you know, it's kind of an, an odd thing uh, to, that we do, but this has been really good for a lot of dogs, is uh, providing them an essential oils treatment. Uh-huh. Yeah, believe it or not, it coats on their hair and their skin. And, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the most valuable product, but if you look at it's a dollar. Oh, And sure. if you look at bang for the buck, I get more people that say, oh, my gosh, that helped my dog, yada, yada. So I probably hear that more than anything, believe it or not. Well, and so that's the thing. It's like you're not, you're, it's not lucrative is what you mean. The value is great. Oh, no. It's not lucrative to no. you. So, 
because the margin on a dollar product can't be much. Uh, Packaging has got to be almost that. Exactly. You know, but that's, it brings people back exactly. because they believe. And that's what I've noticed with, when you've repaired my clippers, I couldn't believe how little you would charge. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you're giving me a special deal that everyone else now is going to want, but like, I don't know, <laughs> but you know, it's obvious that you're not greedy people mm -hmm. that you are doing it for the passion that you love what you do. And you know, you got to, you got to provide for your own and for mm -hmm. your family and pay the bills, keep the lights on, but it's cool. So the essential oils is something that's been a huge hit. Yeah. And then, and then that, I mean, is it a small bottle for a dollar? Well, it actually, we mix it up, Oh, you but, make your um, own. but we mix it. Well, no, we purchase the oils. It's from another company. Right. So, so they're made for that specific purpose and we mix it. But you know, like you just said, um, we don't really profit on that maybe a little bit, sure. but, um, the one thing Trish and I have done, um, we're not really good business people from a financial standpoint. <laughs> and I, I get told that a lot. I'm the same way, but I tell people, even though it sounds kind of hokey, it's true. Trish and I want people to be able to to help their dogs. Sure. And if you make it cost prohibitive, um, some people might, you know, not do it as often, not, whatever. So we've always wanted to make it affordable for people to come in, get their nails done, get a bath, whatever it is. Um, and I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Right. So it's such a tough thing with products, especially because if you charge too little, mm -hmm. then you're almost making people think that it doesn't have value. But if you charge too much, you know, that's why you just have to have a line. Like you have to have a uh -huh. premium product. You have to have a, a yeah. low, you know, an affordable product. But I mean, being a dog owner is expensive. It it's is. extremely expensive. I mean, my, we bought my German shepherd for my stepson's birthday. It was his gift. He said, instead of a computer, that's what he wanted. I was like, well, I'm not buying you a computer. <laughs> so, so we, we, uh, we bought him the dog and I don't think he, they understood. It's like, He's like, it's only $500 for the dog. Yeah. And I'm like, for the dog? Mm -hmm. You know? And we got through Lucky Paws Rescue, mm -hmm. which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They're incredible. And through PetSmart. So we were able to get the dog plus the first few vet visits. Mm -hmm. And great deal, you know, for the $500. And she was 13 weeks old. And she lived in Fresno. I think she was in a gang. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, she's a crip. Yeah, something. So, uh, uh, she doesn't use words, so I'm not sure she hasn't told me. But yeah. uh, does she throw signs? Or she anything? does throw signs. Okay. No, but so she, it, you know, the bet we had to get the kennel, the bed, mm -hmm. the whole nine, you know, and it just adds up. So it's cool that there's options like that. So for the people listening, take your dog to suds him yourself and check out the plethora of products, but ask them about essential oils. And for uh, people that want to groom their own dog, you do sell trimmers, mm -hmm. correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you provide, you know, nail trimmers and, and I'm sure you're totally willing to give some pointers to yep. people that on ways that you could do that. So there's a lot of, I mean, it's a great place to check out. So if you're just walking by and if you're a hippie and you need your hair washed, you're going to have to find somewhere <laughs> else to go. Can't need another license. We got to draw the line somewhere, That's right. you know? And so... Well, Dan, it's a real honor to have you on the podcast. This is something a little different. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to end the show with a song. I didn't know what to do because I didn't have anything in my catalog about dogs. So my buddy did a cover uh, did a cover song that is about uh, somebody that would do absolutely anything for you. And I think a dog would do anything for absolutely. you. And so I picked this one. This is Sly Guy from Awkward Storms doing 500 Miles. Nice. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. It's a pleasure being on here.
Shouldn't be, I shouldn't be the man who goes along with you.